1: my name is erica canna i work over at swell.is as the brand and content lead for a headless commerce company i'm based in montreal i just remember reading the job description and at the time the job description was for like a content role which fell into my wheelhouse and i was looking for like to jump into this space so i was already kind of primed to be looking for work around this industry and as i read the job description It was clear to me that I would be doing so much more than what the title had kind of laid out. So it wasn't just a content role. There was like a lot of work that was gonna be done around brand, a lot of work that was gonna be done from a very high level. I would work directly with like our CEO and a lot of our other co-founders. And for me, I was really looking to evolve my career, to build myself into a position of leadership And the team felt like the right size. The purpose of the company was very clearly outlined and it sounded like just a very thoughtful job description. It wasn't your typical, like you must have X, Y, and Z type of years of experience. It was like, we're looking for this type of person. And that really spoke to me, whether or not that was a marketing tactic, I think remains to be seen. Um, It worked. So I was able to start communicating with the team throughout the interview process. And throughout that interview process, I also noted, like I I noticed obviously tech is, I mean, I've known this for a long time, it's obviously a very male dominated industry, but the perspective that they were sharing with me was super inclusive and there just felt like this hunger to have someone on the team who not only had my set of skills, but also who was able to kind of feel comfortable challenging the status quo a little bit with the existing team in a way that would be like a fun challenge where we could talk to each other in an authentic way. A lot of the conversations I had were super organic. And I kind of had like a general gut check about that with myself as to do I want to be on Zoom calls with these people all day or not? And and so, yeah, like that, that really resonated with me a lot. I think that like informalness was really helpful. I think women look at things obviously slightly more different than men when it comes to connecting with other people. And I think being very purpose-driven, being interested in your industry and also interested in the candidate and a lot less like about filling a role, I think matters a lot. That was one of the biggest factors that drew me to Swell and that had me being like, yes, I wanna work for this company.
0: Do you remember some of the adjectives or words or phrasing or or the mission that really aligned
1: with you? Do you remember how it read? Yeah, I'm trying to think about like specifics as I'm thinking about it right now. All I really remember is like it was ambiguous enough that it felt exciting and also equally as challenging. And for me, that was like, I was like, oh, like it's so undefined. And for some reason I'm very drawn to things that are like not so black and white. I love a good gray area to kind of play around in. And it was very clear to me that this is what that would be in just the way that it was structured, which was like one paragraph and underneath it was like, preferably you would have worked in marketing before, and <laughs> um, and I was like, these people just sound like very playful, very thoughtful. They had been very upfront about like where they stood as a company, how big the team was, what their plans were. And since I've been hired and onboarded, it's been a very authentic experience. And we've stayed very true to the, the initial purpose that I signed up for, which feel really refreshed to have joined that kind of company because that's not often the case. Hi,
2: everyone. I'm Mary Siebert. I work as a community manager at Major League Hacking, where we empower student hackers all across the globe. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York. I honestly think one of the biggest ones for me was just getting out of the mindset that in order to work in tech, I needed to be the best programmer or a programmer who had been programming forever, um, or that I needed to, you know, be like, hundred percent all in on coding all the time. I think those three things kind of consistently made me want to, you know, switch my major or not finish my degree or just pursue jobs in other areas. Yeah. I've been lucky that I've had a lot of really great mentors who have told me like, Hey, no, like you still belong here. And, you know, having people who tell you that again and again, eventually you start to believe it more. Um, So I think that's probably been the biggest one for me, just like recognizing that I don't need to check all of those boxes that I put out there in order to work in tech and enjoy working in tech. I was very, very lucky in college. I had um, a couple people in particular, so a couple CS professors who I had the opportunity to work closely with who really inspired me a ton and I think just kind of helped pave the path for me in that like tech doesn't need to be super intimidating and scary. It can be fun and lighthearted and really open for whoever. So I really got that, especially through, like I said, a few professors, and then I've also been very involved in ACM, the Association for Computing Machinery, and doing something like...
0: Actually, can you dive into that more? Because people may not know about it.
2: Totally. So ACM, like I said, stands for Association for Computing Machinery, and it's a professional organization for people in computer science, software engineering, the tech space. And what I really enjoyed or continue to enjoy about ACM is they focus not only on technical skills, but a lot of larger professional development, career advice. Through my involvement at ACM, I did mock interviews and had my resume critiqued and all of these things that I think just made me a lot more well-rounded through my involvement there. And that was also a really good way for me to see how much you can do with tech, just because I met people who worked in so many different areas and did so many different things in their day to day.
3: Hi, this is Juliana Mayer, and I'm founder of Superpass, the only one website and app maker for your content community and paywall. We're based in the UK. Yeah, so it's really cool to hear you phrase it that way, because I've never really thought about it quite like that, but you're absolutely right. It was completely intentional because it was a very, very deep pain point that I felt. I haven't really made much music since I started this company. I didn't want to stop making music, but this was such a pain point that I felt that I had to go and solve it. So it's really a drive to solve this pain point. And because it's such a major pain point for so many creators, it hasn't really the pain point hasn't really changed in the last 10 years. I think the technology opportunities of how to solve it has evolved and changed, but the nugget and seed of, of why, the why is still the exact same why. And it's just the how that has massively evolved beyond any of my imagine, you know, imaginings when we started. And the, the second part of your question of, was there stuff daunting? Absolutely. Like every day there's stuff daunting. I'm learning every day. Even now, I think the more I learn, the more, I'm aware that there is to still learn. And the way that I've always approached it really throughout is I always believe that anyone you meet, there's something you can learn from each other. And so I'm always asking people questions, really listening. And I think a lot of how we've built the product we've built is really just by listening to our customers and, you know, not even just our customers, but just people, anyone I talk to anywhere, I'm always listening. Like, what is their challenge? And I always say that, you know, if someone's interested in supers I say, well, let's have a call and I want to hear about your challenges. I don't say, you know, I want to tell you about how a product can help you. I say, I want to hear about your challenges because that's the thing that interests me. And then the puzzle I like to solve is, oh, well, this is how we can solve your challenges. But often I hear about challenges that like not that many people are talking about. And, you know, in the first few, the first couple of years of Superpass, I went around the industry, music industry, and, and did h- hundreds of interviews. I mean, it was kind of, it was like business meetings, but for me, it felt like interviews where I was actually talking to them about their fan clubs and their superfans and their, you know, marketing channels and what, what's worked for them and what hasn't. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to sit in the offices of some of the the biggest bands in the entire planet and hearing about their fan club and super fan experiences over the last few decades. I mean, it's been incredible, the stuff that I've kind of (laughs) been able to, you know, hear firsthand um, and, you know, still pinch myself at some some of those opportunities, but that's how I approach everything. And, you know, it's not just in music, it's across all kinds of things. Some of the authors that I've been able to speak to and just leaders across lots of industries and and really the pain points are shared. They're the same pain points. And, you know, I, I think that we are lucky to be solving them in a way that is fairly unique. I'm not aware of any product out there that's really doing what we're doing. There's lots of solutions that address slices of what we're doing. And, but all of it together, it does feel like, yeah, that we're basically leading the market in that.